I mean, no one comes into our house and pushes us around. You believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. And those of you who are familiar with it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your all-American hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. And good morning, everyone. This is the Abolitionist Roundtable of Michigan. Uh, 734-822-1600 is the number to call. Uh, burn it into your memory banks as you're going to need it today. We have a, a very uh, special program for you. Uh, uh, first of all, though, I'd like to welcome my uh, my uh, fill-in co-host uh, for the last, these, low, these last few weeks, uh, Ron Edwards, syndicated talk show host, um, uh, uh, host of the Edwards Notebook, and uh, again, as I mentioned, uh, America's newest coffee baron. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, and uh, thanks for, for having me on, and it's, it's an honor to uh, be a part of the broadcast. Well, it's an honor to have you on board, too, my friend. Uh, we've known each other a long time, and, uh, you know, I, I cherish every moment of our friendship. Uh, you know, there's uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of stuff going on these days, especially in the education system and that type of thing. And, uh, you know, uh, Ron, we hear all these, uh, all these uh, all, whenever these politicians uh, cite these, uh, these experts about economics or uh, education or something like that, that they usually mean leftist uh, uh, leftist experts, but they never really, when you ask them to name at least one of them, they can't seem to pin it down. Well, that the issue there, that's this is no different when it comes to the 1619 project, that, uh, that, that, uh, that uh, uh, ham-fisted attempt at uh, redefining uh, re American history uh, starting in the year 1619 instead of 1776, um, you know. <laughs> And I, yeah. I know you've you've got some you've got some pretty choice words for these people, right? Uh, oh yeah, they're, they're great. They're great people. Uh, yeah. Not. Yeah, just to ask them. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It, I mean, well, what, you know, what's yeah, terrible? What's terrible about it is that there, it's the 1619 project is part of a multifaceted effort to, to literally destroy this country from within. Yeah. Uh, and no better way to to destroy a, a nation from within by teaching its young people into believing that America is an evil place and it should be destroyed. Right. And uh, that's like, you know, that's like a person turning around and burning their house down around them. And mm -hmm. uh, because maybe the house wasn't perfect, so now they have no house. And this is what they want to end up in this country. They want to use this uh, misinformation uh, concerning 1619 Project and other things too, uh -huh. uh, to literally, um, have students running around believing that, uh, you know, everything is just totally evil concerning this country, whether it's even all the way down to free market economics, this revisionist history. Yeah. Um, believe it or not, gang, there's a lot of great history concerning our republic. It was the United States that taught the world even the concept and of the importance of our inalienable, our individual rights and our liberties and things of that nature. And also out of this liberty came the concept of a land of opportunity where everyone, no matter what your beginning station in life, 
because of opportunity, um, based upon your own effort and God's blessing, you would have a big shot at making it and doing well in this life. And there are millions and millions of Americans alive today and who were alive in the past who were benefited mightily from living in this country. And I mean all people, all from all walks of life, black, white, whatever. Right. Uh, it, it's, 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 it's a shame that we're self-cursing as a nation through misinformation. And so we have to fight this, my friend. Yeah. You have people like Nicole Hannah-Jones. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She was yeah. funded by the, uh, the Oregon Education Department, diverted, uh, uh, the, and guess where they got the money to give her? It was diverted from funds f for, for needy children. Yeah. And these people, they run around here talking about how concerned they are about people, but yet they take money from something, a, a true need, mm -hmm. to support an evil. Right. Well, you know, Ron, uh, there's a gentleman by the name of Jared Stepman, uh, yeah. S-T-E-E-M-A-N. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he has a uh, he has a a, 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 a a book out called "The War on History: The Conspiracy to Rewrite America's Past." And this is what he says as he wrote in his book, "The The War on History: Conspiracy to Rewrite America's Past." What the 1619 Project is is a deeply misleading description of our history. Yes, there was slavery and racism in our country's history, he writes, and certainly the American people and our leaders are not always done the right thing. How could we possibly be doing the right thing all the time? Ron, we're, you know, we're not perfect people. We don't always right. do the right thing. A perfect person would do the right thing 100% of the time, right? <laughs> We'd be in anyway. heaven. Yeah, exactly. And he goes, this is something we should acknowledge and learn from today and in the future. And yet America's still worth celebrating and taking pride in. Now, he mentions one of the historians, uh, of one of 12 historians who wrote to the New York Times and uh, uh, pretty much condemned the 1619 Project. The guy's name was Alan Guelzo. He's a renowned historian, professional, a professor of history at the uh, Gettysburg College. And he called the 1619 Project nothing less than a conspiracy theory based on the drive to tarnish capitalism. This is what uh, uh, what uh, Guelzo explained. He said, not as an unwilling inheritance of British colonialism, but as a love object of American capitalism from its very origins, not as a blemish which his founders grudgingly tolerated, with the understanding that it must soon evaporate, but as a prize the Constitution went out of its way to secure and protect freedom. Not as a regrettable chapter in the history of American past, but the living, breathing pattern upon which all American life, social life is based world without end. Wells was hardly alone in his criticism. Now listen to this, Ron. Two of the most prominent critics of 1619 Project were Gordon Wood, a famed historian of the American Revolution, and James McPherson, a highly respected Civil War historian. Wood said he was surprised that a major project from the New York Times could be so wrong in so many ways. Well, apparently, Ron, this guy hasn't been paying attention to the New York Times sordid past. This was the this was the uh, the newspaper, my friends, that covered up the Ukrainian famine, which was brought on by Joseph Stalin at the uh, and and which was covered or covered up by one uh, Walter Durante, who won a Pulitzer Prize for it. And the New York Times has since has, has since refused to give that Pulitzer Prize back. New York Times also, Ron, covered up the Holocaust. Or if they didn't cover it up, they minimized it to the point almost of irrelevancy. And now they're doing this stuff. This is a load of garbage, Ron. And this stuff is being spoon-fed to our children in not, not just 
not just in uh, in, in colleges and universities, but this is being is being doled out in, in these uh, in these poisonous doses to kids as young as uh, uh, as kindergarten when they yeah. can just barely start understanding this stuff. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. No one disputes that slavery or other evils occurred in the early settlements of the colonies of the United States. Yeah. No one disputes that when the Declaration of Independence was signed, that it was a process to become a more perfect union. The right. process process there is the operative word or which yeah. should have been utilized. Uh, slavery continued for nearly 100 years. We know that after uh -huh. the declaration was signed in southern states. However, we fought a war that more Americans died than any other war in the history of this republic. It was devastating, of course. However, the real devastation is that people want to focus on what existed before rather yeah. than the liberties that were established and recognized afterwards and we have been building upon ever since. Mm -hmm. And the shackles of slavery continue. If you live your life with the belief that slavery is the crux of your mistakes or the hindrance of your success. See, yeah. it, it's a mindset and people have to be uh, taught not to focus on, see people are taught now, the way they're, they're, they're indoctrinated, they self-impose uh, shackles upon their, their own minds right. and thus on their own lives. Then they turn around and become these bitter individuals like Omar, um, mm -hmm. Presley, uh, Tlaib and people of that nat nature oh, who yeah. wanted to literally destroy this country. It, it, well, see, these this, people know what they're doing, Bruce. They know what they're doing. Well, look and, at this, this Corey Bush woman. Yeah. She, from, she's the latest member of the squad. Yeah. And she says that black, black women cannot, they have all kinds of trouble getting a, a vaccine. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> what uh, are you kidding you me? See these, you see these commercials? You know, I mean, even the administration now wants to bribe Americans into into getting getting their uh, their COVID shot. Okay, we're going to be getting into COVID a little bit later with Allison Lorkowski, but uh, uh, we're going to get back to the uh, to the uh, the uh, the gist of the of the conversation right here. And yeah. uh, you know, Milt, Milt Harris is on the phone. I wonder if Milt's got uh, some comments. What his thoughts on the sixteen nineteen project are? Uh, Milt, are you there with us? I am, Bruce. Welcome. Uh, I'm glad you welcomed me to the show this morning, you and Ron, and I'm missing Phil. But yeah, I no. want to say, yes, yeah. I do have something to say about the 1619 Project. And what I'm saying about it, it's a fraud. And I'm going to tell you why. And very simply, if you use logic, they said American had slaves. Well, that's a lie. Because in 1619, there was no United States of America. That's all you got to say. You understand? The United States right. was, wasn't created until 107 years later. You understand? Mm -hmm. And the, there was no jurisdiction, no constitution, no bill of rights, no yeah. declaration of independence. What happens right. to us, Bruce and, and, and Ron, we inculcate into our minds their language. 1619 Project is a fraud because the United States was not created, and the operative word is United States. And, That's right. And, and we see the same type of fraud when we come to the National Football League talking about they're going to play the Black National Anthem, which is a disgrace. That's crazy. Because you can not have an anthem, a national anthem, if you don't have a nation. Where is the Black Nation? It's not in the United well, States. And when we give in to that... Then we allow, yeah. we allow them the, the the basis of creating a situation where we are being controlled by their language. Every patriot, everybody that loves the United States, should stop watching the National Football League games. Don't even uh, 
talk about them. Because, see, I think is they have a poll that they take. I forget what it is that tells how many people are watching the game. So I'm telling people who love this country, don't, don't watch the game, don't go to the game, don't support anybody who disgraced this country with this nonsense about a black national anthem. And anybody that buys into it is not serving this nation. And, and well, so you know, I, well, you know, Bill, I've, I've, I've cut my ties with the, with the NFL, especially the, and especially the Detroit Lions, but, you know, uh, about, about this whole national anthem nonsense. But uh, somebody uh, by, who goes by the name of Jay Mora 54 this is a, uh, I guess, a... a, a a, uh, an email uh, mm. ID. He, he pointed out the residents of Jamestown for the six to seven generations be, between 1619 and 1783 were legal subjects of England. They were not USA Americans because there was no USA. That's exactly, uh, all, exactly right. And he also, so why should we let them get away yeah, with it? He also points out, Mill, that the term America during the America's slave trade referred to all the lands in the Western Hemisphere from North America, uh, from north of Antarctica to the northern tip of North America. And he pointed out further that of all slaves transported from Africa, 12 to 13 million, to the Americas during the 250 years of the slave trade, about 4%, 400,000 came to North America. The rest went south. Brazil by itself enslaved over 3 million of these right. hideous black but, human beings. But see, the thing of this, Bruce, the yeah. liberals and these communists, Marxists, don't put it yeah. into that context, because if you read the Bible, it tells you that Israel was enslaved. So slavery has been a part of human history ever since we had human history. So that's, so we need to throw that out. But when you teach these kids that the only yeah. country in the world who had slaves is the United States of America, that's a disservice, and we should reject it. But I want to say something else right quick, because I know your time is limited. I want to let people know. Tell Joe. Last time I uh, I was on the show, I mentioned the courageous warriors. You, you and Ron and everybody else. And Joe said I left him out. Well, I left out a lot of people, but I want to let Joe know this morning if he's listening. He's one of the courageous warriors. Okay, so now let me go to my list right quick. I want to let people know I am a rebel. I'm an anti-communist, Marxist-hating resistor. I am a United States nationalist. And I reject the stigma of cringing from being called a nationalism because nationalism is a, is a neutral word. It only becomes negative when you add negative to it. So if you call yourself uh, a white nationalist, black nationalist, whatever else you want to put to it, if that's a negative, then you're negative. But I'm saying I'm a nationalist. I'm, ashamed of it. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm 100% for Donald Trump all the way, and I'm 100% against the Democrats. And the reason why I said that, Bruce and Ron, yeah. If Trump was on, only 99%, I'm 1% right, he would be more right than the Democrats because they're 100% wrong. So, so, so right. if he, if, if I'm with him 100%, and like I said, if he was 99% wrong, I still would be for him because he would be better than them Democrats. Look what these people are doing to this country. It is disgraceful. It is criminal. Joe, China, Joe Biden, and all of those Marxist communists up there need to be put in some kind of jail somewhere. It's saying if these people had enough nerve not to be afraid of these, these lunatics. So I want people to know this morning where I stand, and I want to say that under the cult of Marxism, putting a facial sanitary napkin called a mask on your face is the sign of the beast. And because you won't let people inject poison to your body and mutilate your body, they want to give you a scarlet letter, and we need to let these people know if women can have control of their body during abortion, 
And they said, it's more right to choose. Well, what happened to that right for us? And when they talk about, well, we want to save lives, how can you save lives when you're killing lives, you understand, with abortion? And then you, then you got an organization called itself Planned Parenthood. Yeah. How can you be a parent if you ain't got no kids? I mean, you know, we could dis- dismiss these people because we have the upper hand. We have truth. We have God. And this cult, the Democrat, Communist, Marxist cult, our secularists, they want to get rid of God. Have you noticed, Ron and, and Bruce, out of all the cures that they talk about, masks and uh, vaccines and di- social distancing and all that nonsense, they never include God in the solution. They never. Correct. They, 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 no. they never mention it. They talk about the science. The science. Well, here's another note of logic. Science is a category. Scientists is an individual. You cannot indict a science because they was going to follow science. They would have followed biology. Biology said there's only two genders. So, yeah. so then you know they're lying. So we got the upper hand. We got God. We got truth. We got facts. And we got logic. But we got to use it. It's like somebody you understand, who has a weapon for protection and they're afraid to use it. So I'm going to uh, say a, a few more things and I get out of y'all way. Democrats require, require identification Democrats say that if you want identification for voting, you're a racist. Well, then they come and tell you, in order to get this, this poison shot into you, you need to have identification. We need to show that hypocrisy to them. How can you ask, say, ask us to, to uh, uh, come and give you all our information for these shots? Because really, Ron and, and, and Bruce, these shots are not about uh, 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 getting a shot. It's about... Getting data. This is a form of getting data. So they can come and get all this data that they couldn't get no other way. So they can use it against us to take our gun, close our churches. And have you noticed when they talk about gatherings, they include uh, the church. It's only two entities that really uh, uh, gather a crowd. That's sporting events and entertainment events and churches. So if you yeah. start a, the condemning crowd gathering. That's a that's a that's that, that's trying to close down the churches, and that's another reason why this so-called show trial that's going on in D.C. with uh, against Trump is a part of what I call my uh, critical Democrat hate theory against Trump. What yeah. they're trying to do with this, this this hearing is to get allegations against Trump, so that they can come up with a grand jury and they can say, well, and Ron, you know this as well as I do, or probably better. There was a gentleman who said one time, uh, he may not be guilty, but we but the seriousness of the charge is what counts. The seriousness of yeah, the charge, first, right? You first, remember first that one? Said, and yeah, and yeah, then there was yeah. another <laughs> there was another gentleman that said, and I'm being kind with the word gentleman, and Russia said, Show me the man and I show you the crime. You see? Yeah, and then yeah. another guy yeah, said right, right here in the United States hey, called Harry hey, Reed, hey, he lied on Mitt Romney, and, and they showed him about his taxes. When Romney was running for the president, he said they told him that he was wrong, that Romney did pay his taxes. Harry Reid said he didn't win, did he? (laughs) So this is what they want to do to Trump. They're trying to set Trump up where they can get him before a grand jury or stop his momentum or (laughs) or sully him or or where he can't be effective for these upcoming elections. I know what the plot is. And so if they can get him before a grand jury and get him on perjury or anything else, they figure they can stop him. But I'm saying to you and everybody else, 
We must support the people who support us. Understand? So right. the critical race theory, my critical Democrat hate theory, says that this thing that's happening on January the 6th, this thing that's happening in YCC, is a fraud. And we need to let them know that we know what it is and we won't accept it. So I want to say this uh, before I'm closing, that uh, the United States is a great place. And at some point, you're saying, we need to let these people know that we're not going to keep incarcerating our face behind a sanitary napkin when these illegal trespassing criminals come in here scot-free, being paid and subsidized by us. So let's not be afraid to tell the truth. And, Ron, I'm going to compliment you. You used the word wetback. I appreciated that, man, because that shows courage, man. We must call them who they are, and we don't care what they say. We're not going to back away from them because fear, you understand, and fear itself. The Bible speaks against fear. You get nowhere with the enemy with fear except to be defeated. And if you surrender, you're going to be even worse. So uh, to you gentlemen today, and I send out my best to Phil, and all the people that's listening, God bless America. Keep God in your life, and let's keep fighting the good fight, okay? Thank you, Mel. Take, care. Right. Take care now. We'll talk to you later. Uh, let's, let's go to uh, Tim and Westland real quick. Tim, uh, you with us? I am. Thanks for taking the call. Thank uh, you. Today we hear a lot about, uh, you know, we got to compromise, so on and so forth when it comes to politics. Well, the Declaration of Independence was a political document, and it was the result of compromise. Thomas Jefferson wrote it, and he wrote a couple of paragraphs condemning the evils of slavery. But the slaveholders that had to approve the Declaration of Independence demanded that those two paragraphs be remo removed. It and had to be through, through compromise, mm -hmm. they got rid of and kept slavery until the Civil War. And that was right. simply the result of compromise. So my point yeah. is, sometimes compromise is evil. Yeah. Have a good I day. agree. Well, you know, you look at you look at the well, look at the title right above it in unanimous uh, declaration of the thirteen American uh, colonies and. It would never, it would never have, uh, it would never have been uh, been ratified or 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 or, uh, or agreed to, uh, and uh, without the uh, without the slave states, it had to be unanimous. Otherwise, we wouldn't have a Declaration of Independence. We wouldn't have had a, a, a War of Independence, and we'd probably still be in the in a British Commonwealth. Uh, Tim, thanks so much. Uh, we're going to go to Ed real quick. Uh, Ed, uh, come on, come in for the break. Hey, I'll Andy make Hare. it brief first. Good morning. And second, hi, Ed. Uh, hi. I had a guest on who wrote a book called The 1620 Project. And he pointed oh, out in that book, really? people don't think of Jamestown when they think of the founding of America. They think of Plymouth Rock. And That's Plymouth right. Rock was a bunch of abolitionist Christians. This uh -huh. country was not based on racism. There you go. Have a great day. Based on freedom. Based on freedom. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. They are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. Among these are the rights of life, life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. And, uh, 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 Ron, you know the thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, that thing. That thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, come on, man. Well, you know, uh, back to uh, just on the dovetail. 
I just want to dovetail on a couple of things that uh, Milt had said. It was very important. Uh, we also understand that when you talk about crit critical race theory mm -hmm. and how dangerous it is, yeah. and we've got to support, I think, um, I don't have the information in front of me, but I think um, Tom Cotton of uh, Arkansas yeah. and Representative Rick Allen are both uh, introducing a Save American History Act which would ban federal funds from being used to teach the uh, 1619 project in K through 12 schools. And I think this needs to be really uh, spread around and we need to uh, support the, these two guys. Right. Well, absolutely. And uh, they aren't the only ones, I pray. I, I, hope, that, I hope that's just a trip to the spear rock. Okay, we've reached the bottom of the hour and uh, we'll be back uh, in a few minutes after the news. And uh, Listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts Phil Stargell and Bruce Fleury. They're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. Hello, I'm Milt, and this is Logically Speaking Uncensored, a nation under siege. In war, awareness and knowledge of your enemies is indispensable. For if a nation doesn't know its enemies or refuse to acknowledge their existence, the ability to defend itself is impossible. The reality of this principle also applies to a nation under siege. Today, with the most powerful military in the world, the United States is weaker than ever before because too many Americans, suffering from a state of self-imposed denial, refuse to accept that the nation is under siege on three crucial fronts, religion, political, and culture. On the religious front, Islam before the Crusades has been at war with Christian nations. Today, the dominant Christian nation is the United States. This status has resulted in a siege that has claimed the lives of thousands of Americans all over the world. And while anti-American Muslims are free to perpetrate their treachery from within and wantonly kill innocent Americans abroad, the nation and our military are shackled by the rules of engagement. On the political front, ever since George Washington defeated the British, Americans loyal to Britain, known as loyalists, rather than accept defeat, began a siege to undermine the new nation. Later, in order to clandestinely expand their siege, they founded the Democrat Party so they could politically enact damaging anti-Constitution legislation. Democrats' Machiavellian subterfuge has weakened national unity and the concept of American exceptionalism by endorsing the tyranny of political correctness and legitimizing the cesspool called diversity. On the culture front, in the 1960s, God-hating, earth-worshipping secularists began a siege upon American cultural values, attacking every vestige of morality and societal norms with every decadent and hedonistic debauchery imaginable. Daily, we as Americans are losing generations of children to liberals' nefarious indoctrinations and insidious perversions. 
We are losing our border sovereignty to illegal aliens who have the audacity to demand amnesty. We are losing our founding language, English, to multicultural bilingualism, especially Spanish. And we are losing our founding religion and national identity. Once again, the land that God has bequeathed is under siege on multiple fronts, and the enemies are ruthless about altering the nation by any means available. Sadly, Americans in general have been seduced into treating our enemies as benign characters in a Hollywood movie, and their dastardly deeds as insignificant figments of extremism. But truth is not fictional, it is factual. If we, the people, don't break the sieges, the reign of the United States as the ultimate world power will end and our enemies will win. For a nation under siege is doomed if the people are unwilling to fight into victory and defeat those who are responsible for the siege. I am milk, logically speaking, uncensored, saying, think about it. Thank you, Milt. Great commentary, as always. And uh, that's, that's one of the great things about this broadcast is we have two such outstanding uh, commentators, uh, Ron and Milt. Um, we should be uh, hearing from our good friend Allison Lorkowski. If she's, is she on the line, uh, Derek? Okay, good. Allison, uh, thank you for uh, checking in with us this morning. Uh, I understand you have some, uh, some uh, interesting news about uh, uh, regarding COVID. Yeah. Well, I want to say good morning, Bruce. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, everybody. It's so great to be on the show and uh, just hear the energy. And um, I loved hearing Milt. Um, yeah, we, we talked. Um, we have put we are have a COVID-19 booklet uh, when we're good. talking about, you know, we need to equip ourselves. to get, we're, we're in a war and we know that we're in a war in America. And I just want to say before I really get started on the COVID-19 booklet, this is informational and educational. And there's a lot of things that people don't know. And for people who um, have gotten the shot or family members, I mean, it's not to attack anybody, but I think it's really good to equip people. Um, and there's other, and I don't go into what you can do if you've had the shot, but I do go into the information. So hopefully you realize really what to do when someone comes to your door. Or someone's, you know, America is forcing people into taking a shot, an experimental drug. So right. we just want we just want to give you the information, and it's in a booklet form, a sixteen page booklet form 16, that you can easily go over. And I mean, there's studies and research and everything. So um, you know, let's have a conversation. And I know you guys are going to really give you know feedback and everything. But um, so I really start off. I mean, this this shot is it, we all know that it's not fda approved and mm-hmm. and maybe we don't all know maybe your neighbors don't know maybe your family members don't know because i know you guys talk about it on the show but in order to get an emergency use authorization there has to be no other treatment okay so the government um went against the law and they huh. approved in an experimental drug and there's so many side effects. So is it good to have people know this information? Right. Um, and I sort of think it's important when you know the information and um, like they're telling everybody, you know, get get the shot, get the shot. Like you're gonna, yeah. it's going to be better for you when right. there's treatment. So 
why are you telling people to get an experimental poison in your body when there's medication like that the frontline doctors came out and said, hey, we have um, medication, hydrochloroquine, ivermectin came out. There's a list of treatment. Correct. A treatment for people. And so it really gives that information and says, hey, hydroxychloroquine has been around 50 to 60 years. It's used billions of times across the world. So in this booklet, you know, hopefully you feel comfortable. And here's the information. Here's the truth. Because okay. America has been censored. So we, with the the truth, if people knew the truth, I, I think they would make a different decision. Uh-huh. And, so, and so this yeah. book is really good for, um, I was reading like a, on a post, like about the hospitals, they're forcing people to take the shot, the workers. At school, they're forcing the kids to wear masks. Every sphere of influence they're forcing, it's force, by force. That's not American. And so right. there's information, like, even explain, like, people think, oh, it's a vaccine. No, it's not a vaccine. A traditional vaccine, and it explains that. It takes part of the virus, and, and it injects it in, your, in you, or a bacteria. This is a man-made synthetic mRNA that actually bypasses your natural immune system. And makes your body fight like spike proteins, which are, they're, they're saying these spike proteins are toxic in your body. Who wants to put tox, you know, toxic spike proteins in their body? Man-made. Wasn't that uh, what Leeuwenhoek did when uh, he did the first injection? There was a small, a small uh, uh, amount of the poison was actually put into the, uh, into the, uh, the subject's arm. And with the idea that uh, you get it, you become immune to it, and you don't ever have to take it again, right? That's that was the whole idea behind the original vaccinations, correct? Well, I mean, you hear so many different reasons. So let's go on that premise. I mean, yeah, they did give right. us a premise that if you take it, you won't get it. Yeah. And that's so right. true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that, and that, that's the thing. There's some 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 vaccines, I guess, are are, are uh, what's labeled sanitary, like the uh, the uh, polio vaccine. You take it once, and you never have to take it again. And then the other ones, you know, like the flu shots and that type of thing, you have to take uh, every year. That type of thing, they're not permanent. So now, is is that information in there? Well, you know what? It, it gives the facts. It gives the facts that it, you know, it lets right. you know that it does transmit. You can get it again. So there's a list of right. COVID facts in here. So people okay. know but this. This has never been. This is new technology that has uh-huh. never been used in humans before. So mm-hmm. I mean, when they say you're a guinea pig, but the thing is, if you actually know that your that your natural immune system. You know, why would you take a shot? Many people took the shot. It's not a vaccine, so I don't call it a vaccine because that's a lie that's yeah. changing the narrative. That's giving it title to what it truly is not. But mm-hmm. many people, they didn't even check to see if they even had the virus. 95% yeah. of people have mild to moderate, um, you know, they don't, symptoms. For, uh, of those, 40% don't even know they've had it. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, yeah. there's treatment out there. Which that's the way the the medical field works. They treat their patients. They don't shoot millions of people across the world with a vaccine when they actually can treat the patient. So it talks about it talks about the the kids 
um, you know, we know that there's almost 0% chance that they're, they're going to die of, of the virus. And in actuality, yeah. it's like, you know, remember when they said, oh, we hope you get chicken compact or whatever. I mean, you wanted your kids yeah. to get certain things so they'll never get it again. I mean, the yeah. kids are, are very healthy. They have a different type of immune system. It's healthier right. than ours, right? And so, okay. um, and it's for life. I mean, it's been quoted yeah. by doctors that, you know, your, your natural immune system is the best system. And so we mm-hmm. have, it's funny because I was listening to, um, you know, some politicians talking. They've known this information. They've known right. the side effects before they even uh, released it to America and across the world. They knew all this stuff. Right. And I think that people operated on fear. We need to take away the fear so people can see clearly like right. woman, it shows here woman, pregnant woman. When does a pregnant, pregnant woman get a, a shot? And so, right. I mean, there's miscarriages. So if you go on the, um, there's, you know, the government site, I mean, there's miscarriages. People are dying. They're coming up with um, neuro, neurological problems. And this can be, you know, it's like, guys, you can take hydrochloroquine or ivermectin. You can have home treatment. There's doctors that actually lost their jobs so they can service yeah. you. So you can call them and they can service you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, Allison, uh, there's there's so much there to unpack. I wish we had more time. Uh, where can where can people uh, get this information? I know you've got you've got the book ready to, the booklet ready to go to the prayers. Uh, can you give us some uh, yeah. information real quick on where yeah. to get it? They can go to um, votebiblically.com. Votebiblically. Right. Votebiblically.com. And you can order. I mean, we have it where you can order, you know, bundles of booklets. And I really right. want to encourage people. I went to a school board meeting. Parents are fighting about the mask. I mean, people, uh-huh. this this is unbelievable. It, and I, cur- I encourage people to go to their school board meetings. <laughs> I encourage people to go where they're railing at the hospitals. People are losing their jobs. We have, yeah, it's we terrible. Have to take it, it really is. So, it, it, it's, it's horrendous. Okay, so votebiblically.com, is there like a, uh, like a, like a link or just votebiblically.com, a COVID yeah, booklet or something like that? Yeah, they'll see the book. They'll see the booklet. Okay. They can click on to order, and you okay, know, we'll see great. some basic information about the headings, the headings in the booklet. I wish we had more time, Allison. Thanks very much for 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 what you're doing uh, to educate the public and uh, really uh, get to the bottom of some of what's going on right here. Uh, thanks a lot, dear. You take it easy, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks, son. Yeah, and I just, Bruce, <clears throat> I just want to say one thing. It's not just me. I mean, everybody, all of us, you, me, the doctors, the scientists. It's yeah. all of us coming together and doing something to sound the alarm and turn our country around. So I think all the people that gave up their jobs, I think the scientists that went okay. against, you know, the big right. the big boy and said, I'm going to save lives. So God bless you guys. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, pleasure was ours. Okay. Uh, thank you, Allison. And uh, we're going to go to the Edwards Notebook, and we'll be right back in just a minute. Hello, my fellow Americans. When it comes to our republic, PG time is over. I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, our enemies throughout all three branches of government are now openly trying to destroy our unique, exceptional way of life. That is official. Hundreds of thousands of illegal border crossers are free to roam throughout the United States without any requirement to wear masks or take shots. But you and I, the bill-paying taxpayers, are expected to act like 
scaredy-cat rhino Republicans and just follow the political leftist to literally make us sick by forcing us to don face diapers and ruin our health by constantly breathing in our own carbon dioxide. Hmm. Officials now want to force you and I to take the shot or be denied the right to work and take care of our families. They seek to sicken your children by forcing them to wear face diapers all day in school. China continues to be allowed to buy massive amounts of our national real estate. Truckers are either being forced or being paid to let our food supplies rot in their vehicles, which could soon result in a chronic food shortage. While the fake preachers continue to promote false hope against we the people, it is fully engaged. And by God's grace, we the people shall prevail. I'm Ron Edwards. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. Well, we're back. Uh, a couple more calls here before we wrap up the broadcast here. Uh, Walter from Ypsilanti, you're on. Can you make it uh, quick, maybe about a minute? Walter? Walter? Okay, I guess Walter's not with us. Uh, Joe from uh, Wyandotte, uh, uh, can, can, you, uh, can you make it quick? Yes, I can. I just wanted to expound on what Allison said. The vaccine is not really a vaccine. It is proving to be a bit of a therapeutic for some, that if you do get the disease, and a lot still are after they get the jab, it may lessen it and reduce your risk of dying, but your risk of dying was already really slim. I mean, the survivability yeah. is high. So it's a therapeutic, not a true inoculant. It's not like measles, mumps, polio, yeah. where 99.9999 ad infinitive are actually then immune from the disease after getting the vaccine. And that's right. an important distinction. And more important for people to understand, why get the shot then? If it doesn't yeah, make I, you immune, there's no point. I, They're peddling, peddling lies, like Allison pointed out. Well, people in my, my my age bracket have a 90, 95.7% survival rate. So, you know, uh, it's, it, everybody's different, Joe, and uh, nobody's, nobody's, two people are the same. Uh, thanks, exactly. uh, thanks very and, much. You know, but and the just, mRNA is, you know, I got the J&J jab because that is a bit more of a traditional vaccine delivery method, but mm -hmm. I cannot understand why anyone under the age of 60, or especially anyone under the age of 30, thinking they're going to start a family, would get an experimental manipulative RNA, that's what it should, the M should stand for, manipulative right. RNA, because it manipulates your DNA, not knowing what the long-term effects are, like the yellow okay. fever shot in Africa, I think it was yellow fever, that caused all those birth defects because it wasn't fully tested. We're going to have that, potentially... Yeah, that, was, that, that was the the birth defects, that was that was thalidomide that caused the birth defects, but uh, if you want to get some information on Allison's book, go to info... Uh, info Info at votebiblically.com. Info, I-N-F-O, period, dot, rather, uh, info at, at, info at votebiblically.com. Uh, thanks a lot, uh, uh, Joe, for calling. We appreciate that. Have a great weekend. Um, Ron, where can people uh, order your coffee? Ron, you there? Ron? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I guess you if you go to the Edwards Notebook uh, website, uh, that should give you uh, uh, information on constitutional grounds. 
Uh, Walter, uh, real quick, uh, can you make it? Uh, can, can you uh, make it quick here before we wrap up, Walter? That's right. I'm back. Hey, Bruce, why don't you, yeah. Ron, and myself, grown, let it rip, dip, slip, and so we could run Goofy Charlie and um, Hugh Percolate out of there. <laughs> but anyway, hey, <laughs> yes. hey, let's just call the the this this fake Delta variance. We call it the, the Delta Democrat disease yeah and yeah I we let all the democrats well, there you go that's that's about right let all, <laughs> appreciate it let all them dirty okay. lying democrats get the get the vaccine if they want and exempt yeah. all republican conservatives from it because it's only the democrats that's pushing this lie every day and they all get place on channel seven higher team channel two gossip team and channel four works 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 that you know worthless <laughs> team they're they're right. they're right in collusion collusion with these dirty Democrats, all the major news channels. Couldn't, couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Walter, I hate to cut this short, but I've got uh, an important announcement to make before we get out okay. of here. So thanks very much for your call. Um, you know, have yourself a great weekend. God bless you. And uh, I want to say uh, real quick here, I want to God bless every single one of you folks out there that have uh, called in and supported our broadcast over the years. This unfortunately is our final broadcast because uh, we are a, we are a listener supported uh, station, and we simply could not uh, get the, uh, the the contributions or the donations uh, up to the level to where we would not have to uh, go into our own pockets and fill in myself and and uh, and uh, 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 keep the broadcast on the air. So uh, until something uh, something happens uh, to improve our situation. Uh, this will be our last broadcast. Uh, you never know what the future holds, but I want to thank every one of you folks for putting up with me and my uh, my sometimes my amateurish attempts to uh, you know to uh, at at, uh, at being a talk show host here. But uh, the main thing was that we got the information out that you people need and rely on every week to uh, to to know what's going on to uh, to preserve our our constitutionally limited republic and uh, pass it on to the next generation because as ronald reagan said uh freedom is never more than one generation from extinction and i want to thank phil and especially i wanted to thank del marsh uh uh i was honored and humbled that he asked me personally to take his spot on the broadcast before he left us so again uh folks uh it's been my honor and my privilege uh the past uh, several years now as the first as a caller then as kind of a sidekick to phil on on uh, a semi-regular basis and now uh manning the broadcast for the uh the last few weeks here uh hopefully uh i i did the uh did the broadcast proud and uh derek i want to thank you for for putting up with me and my uh you know my stemming and stuttering and scammering and hemming and hawing and all that type of thing but uh again uh the uh the finances just weren't there to uh, justify uh, you know the going on any further from here on out so uh hopefully we'll be able to uh, be with you again at some point in the future um until that happens until such time as that happens i want to thank everybody again uh your great american patriots um you know i don't know what i'd do without you guys uh what, what we would do as a country without folks like you uh you are the tip of the spear you are the ones who are getting out there and fighting in the uh, in the courts, fighting in the uh, in, in the, uh, the the school board meetings, fighting you know at uh, at at, uh, at at corporate uh, corporate board meetings and that type of thing. This is where we are going to ultimately win this fight because it is a war for our republic, and 
we need to remember that this is a constitutionally limited republic. It is not a democracy. We are, uh, it is we the people who are in charge. We're calling the shots. We let people, we, we decide who gets into this country and who stays out. Uh, we are the ones that and need to to point out to these, uh, these, these totalitarian, uh, petty little dictators that they work for us. Okay, when did this go, you know, get, get, uh, get turned around? Unfortunately, we got to turn it back around and we can do it, but we've got to rely on folks like you because we're going to get it done that way. Again, once again, folks, you take care of yourselves. God bless. Thank you for everything and thank you for your past support of our broadcast. Uh, we'll never forget you and hopefully Phil and I will be back with you at some point in the future. So take care. Uh, Bruce Flurry signing off uh, for hopefully not the last time, but uh, we'll see how things go down the road. Take care and have have a good have have a have a great weekend and uh, just keep your heads up. Things will get better. I'm convinced of that. Thanks everyone. The Abolitionist Roundtable invites the Wham Talk 1600 listeners to continue the roundtable discussions by mailing correspondence to Art of Michigan, Post Office Box 135, Garden City, Michigan, 48135.